Most sports have an official to watch for fouls, foul balls, and infractions of the rules. In golf, however, each player penalizes himself and reports his own score. Anyone, then, who reports a fake score is really no golfer. Who wants to play with someone who despises the truth? King David was no golfer, but he did try to fake a score regarding his righteousness. As a powerful king, few, if any, would confront him about his behavior. On many occasions, he had shown his great devotion to the Lord and exhibited great trust. Yet that moment when he saw the beautiful Bathsheba bathing, brought her to his house and made her pregnant, he tried to cover it up. He looked for a way to get Uriah, when he was in town, to go home and be with his wife, Bathsheba. So no one would realize what he had done. And when this failed, he schemed to get the valiant fighter Uriah killed by the enemy. It worked. The problem was solved. No one would know. Soon, David took Bathsheba as his wife. His dark deeds were hidden by the darkness of deception. Fake righteousness fooled those around him. But then Nathan showed up with a little story about a rich man, a poor man, and a little lamb. And David angrily denounced the actions of that man and demanded punishment. And then Nathan simply said, you are the man. And at that point, David realized the Lord knew the real score. We also do not like to keep our dark behavior from getting into the light. Do we not prefer to have fake righteousness over having none at all? Too often we are happy with an imagined score. We like to think that if no one knows, we are safe. Before God, even honest and innocent. But how foolish. The Lord knows. The Lord confronts us and says, Why have you despised the word that I sent and done what is evil in my sight? You see, the head scorekeeper is never fooled. It's as though he has cameras everywhere. No attempt at imagined righteousness ever becomes the score when he's the scorekeeper. While the word of the Lord did shake David, Nathan had more to say. There would be consequences for his sin, and he couldn't change that. For sin angers God, and God demands punishment. His standards are not to be scorned, despised, ignored, or replaced with our own lax standards. No one gets away with it, not even a leader put in place by God. Now David was found out, and he realized how his deeds would hurt those around him, 
He had no excuse for what he did in secret. He had to admit it. His behavior was entirely shameful. Before God, what could he do? Only one thing. Ask for mercy. We call this repentance. An abandoning of that rebellious attitude in favor of full reliance on God. And since we have nothing to offer as righteousness, our best is worthless. Our rebellious thoughts and our actions are only angering God. So what are we to do? Be sorry. Beg. Plead. Pray. For our only hope is in God. He will forgive. He will help us turn around our behavior. For that reason, the Lord also brought, through his spokesman, these words to David. The Lord also has put away your sin. You shall not die. You see, God tears up the scorecard. How beautiful for David. How beautiful for us. There is no record. It's as though we had never sinned, never tried to cover it up. And God will not keep track of it. In his eyes, we are clean, pure, and perfect. And I'm here today, like Nathan, to remind you of this. It is God's message to you. And if you wish, our chaplain will be here, I think, later today to say it to you even personally in confession and absolution. Now, how can God be so merciful? For in his mercy, God had a child, a son, a one and only, who was perfect. And this is a great story. A God rich in mercy, a poor sinful human, and a lamb slaughtered to bring forgiveness. Though Jesus was always righteous, In his thoughts and deeds, he was the innocent Lamb of God. He became the sacrifice for our wickedness, our cover-ups, and our hideous scorekeeping. Because of his death, we are made alive. His perfect righteousness covers our faked innocence. God sees, then, his perfection, not our filthiness. And by faith in God's mercy, this is all ours. So with thankful, with thankful hearts, we sing as we did earlier, darkness is daylight when Jesus is there. Death cannot hold me. He is the life. Let us always then not despise the word of God, but continually repent and give thanks for this lamb that takes away the sin and brings peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.